Hey guys, welcome to Christian Influencer Inspired Podcast, a podcast about lifestyle influence with Zona Garrett and Mindy Hansen. Hi guys, I'm Lindsay <laughs> Martin. I am a real estate agent in the Charlotte area market of North and South Carolina, and I'm also a finance and assets coach. So I'm a former homeschool mom in a completely neurodivergent household, and I have a knack for connecting people. I love to thrift and find the best coffee shops around especially when that supports fellow military veterans or entrepreneurs. And I'm Zona Garrett. I'm a personal and professional coach with ChristianInfluencerInspired.com, who, along with my team, has helped hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs live and work in alignment with their God-given areas of influence. I'm the co-founder of the anti-trafficking nonprofit BringFreedom.org, a veteran podcaster and speaker also heard on the Persons with Lived Experience podcast or in conferences near you. <laughs> so uh, today's episode is Well-Balanced Reader, August Scriptures. Yay. So we are covering the scriptures of Proverbs, no, 1 Kings, 2 Peter, Galatians, and Exodus. So let us know in by sending us a voice message that you listened or followed along to the scriptures like we did with us this month. It's fun. <laughs> I've been reading fun. Yeah. All right. Do you want to share your favorite uh, proverbsy things? My favorite proverbsy things. We can definitely do that. So I don't know about all you guys, but one of the suggestions that was given to me, not until I was an adult, keep in mind, even though I've been in church basically my entire life, was if you're not really good at reading the Bible on a regular basis, you guys, Proverbs has 31 chapters, which means you can read one chapter a day of any month. And honestly, you could start in any chapter. So it's not like, well, I mean, it's September, blah, blah, blah. And it's not the first. So, I mean, I can't start today. No, you can start. Mm -hmm. Start with that day. Read that chapter. They are standalone. You can read whichever ones you want. I'm just saying. Very much so. Try it out. It's a good idea. Try it out. And I listen to the chapter, so I'm not going to lie. A lot of times I will turn on my Bible app, which is version. Not saying you have to use version, but it reads to you. <laughs> so while you're like brushing your teeth and getting ready for the day, it can just be reading your scriptures to you. Which is nice. Unless you like to remember certain verses, then it makes it tricky if you're driving and trying to listen to it. But Yes. But I guess you just have to remember what chapter was set in. Maybe I need to go back. Right. Hypothetically. One of the ones I found interesting uh, isn't until Proverbs 16. So I didn't know if you had one before that. Um, I had several, but I don't have a specific one before that. Mm, okay. So um, technically, I just kept all three of like, I think it's the last verses of Proverbs 16. So 1631, I found interesting because it's a book about gray hair, which is mentioned multiple times in Proverbs. And it says, gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained by living a godly life. But the more important one is better to be patient than powerful 
better to have self-control than to conquer a city. We may throw the dice, but the Lord determines how they fall. I have lots of verses in a Proverbs that I love. I was trying to pull those up really quick. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like I actually did a bunch in 16. So uh, oh, even even the first verse, apparently, in, in 16. So I guess um, I tried to take pictures for my notes and I didn't organize as good as I should, which is a good time. But even Proverbs 16, 1 says, we can make our own plans, but the Lord gives the right answer. Proverbs 18, 22, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and he receives favor from the Lord. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. I'm saying. That should be in my dating profile. <laughs> just put in the verse so they actually have to look it up. <laughs> I wouldn't look it up. Did you have an earlier one? I found another one. Mm-mm. See, this is what happens when you're neurodivergent sometimes. So I tried not to also take written notes, but I had pictures that I took of verses. And then in the app, you can also highlight verses and make comments. But then I realized I'm already taking notes in two places. This is not going to go well. So I found an earlier one in, in my highlights. Luckily, these are standalone, guys. This is why it's fantastic. Not to get political here. I'm going to preface with that. Proverbs 11:14. I saved because it says, Without wise leadership, a nation falls. There is safety in having many advisors. Yes. Sometimes this goes for your personal life, too. We don't have to just take this completely to a national political level, guys. Like, don't don't keep a yes crowd. True. Many of them, especially in the 20s and 30s of Proverbs. But I really liked every word of God proves true. He is a shield to all who come to him for protection, which is Proverbs 30, verse 5. Proverbs 12.1 was, to learn you must love discipline. It is stupid to hate correction. That'll, that'll set you straight right there. Hey, growth mindset. Growth mindset. It is God's privilege to conceal things and the king's privilege to discover them in Proverbs 25.2. Oh, I had that one too. Yeah. So I did want to cover a little bit of some of the themes of Proverbs. So if you're reading, it does actually like tie together. So the first few chapters of Proverbs 1 through 4 talk about wisdom and godly living. There's a tangent in my brain, but I will save that in a minute. So Proverbs 5 through 7 covers folly and unrighteous living. Mm -hmm. 8 through 9 covers a tribute to wisdom. 10 to 22 is foolish versus wise living. Not that anybody needs help with that, I'm sure. All of us, maybe. So Proverbs 23 and 24 is saying of the wise. 25 and 26 is relationship wisdom. 27 through 29 is wisdom of godly actions. 30 through 31, figure it out. Well, (laughs) you have to read it to find out the end. Jeez, guys, read it yourself. We can't give away everything. Come on. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, 
we could do a whole podcast on Proverbs 31, but that's not today. It's very true, but not today. All right, guys, we are going to give our sponsors some love. So hold tight while we actually transition to that. And we'll be right back with the rest of our scriptures for the month. That'll be exciting. You want to cut down to your ad spot? Mm. No, I just want to go, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Let me go to where it says ad spot. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that mean you're ready? Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, Zona here from ChristianInfluencerInspired.com with your Christian business and personal coaching. I wanted to share some things that people have said about working with me as a business coach. Anna Spooner said, one of the greatest things about working with Zona is that I made significantly more money in my business as a result of what I learned. I had just taken the step of going full-time in my business, but was living off savings and didn't have a lot of clients yet. After working with Zona, I finished the year making more income than in my old job. In fact, the first year I made 25% more than my corporate job. Nisla said, Zona is a visionary. She is able to capture the best in people and help them not only see their vision, but help and assist them to bring it to life. Zona is a positive energizer that is able to get the job done. She is very passionate and driven to see that her clients achieve their success. If you're ready to work with me to launch your business in preparation for 2024, we'll see you guys over on the website at christianinfluencerinspired.com. We are so excited to bring you some superior iced tea blends from Adagio Teas. Discover the superior taste and aroma of farm fresh teas. Whether they're loose, bagged, or iced, you can enjoy hundreds of artisan tea varieties and imaginative tea brewing accessories. And if you click the link in our bio, you get free shipping with any order over $49. Hi guys, I'm Lindsay Martin. I service the greater Charlotte area in both North and South Carolina and cities from York to Monroe and Lancaster to Mooresville. You can reach out to me for any questions regarding finding a home, avoiding pitfalls in your home search and financing. I also provide free consultations to help you develop a strategy to get you into the home that you're searching for. You can also find me online as Lindsay Martin with Jeff Cook Real Estate. On another note, I'm also a finance and asset coach that helps you build your financial house. So I teach people how money works and then I help them do it. Do you know anyone who would like to do better financially? Thank you so much for supporting our sponsors. We couldn't do this without you or them. So check out their links in the show notes, or they're always available on our website, christianinfluencerinspired.com. So don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast whenever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. So today's lifestyle to influence moment, be renewed with daily wisdom. Yeah. So we're taking that right out of Proverbs. Do you want me to do my Galatians? One of the ones yeah. while you're looking? Yeah. So, so, guys, I have Galatians 3, 8 through 9. Let me click on it so it's bigger. So what's more, the scriptures looked forward to this time when God would make the Gentiles right in his sight because of their faith. 
God proclaimed this good news to Abraham long ago when he said, all nations will be blessed through you. So all who put their faith in Christ share the same blessing Abraham received because of his faith. And I did highlight the verses right before those after I highlighted those, because that's how my brain works. If you didn't notice, it started on a weird note. And I said, I ask you again, does God give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law? Of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ in the same way Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Uh, it's Galatians 2, uh, 20 and 21. It says, my old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not treat the grace of God as meaningless for if keeping the law could make us right with God, then there was no need for Christ to die. I like it. Now, like this is kind of like my scripture basis of like those breaking generational curses or, you know, breaking toxic generational cycles. You know, it's like, it's no longer me who, who lived under those things, right? But right. I'm new and renewed and that, you know, moves forward in my life. And it also goes back to what they say about the whole, like, dying to yourself daily. Themes of Galatians that I did want to highlight is that there's only one gospel. He really kind of highlights, like, we all preach one Jesus it's not following a specific person. And I think in the olden days, you would hear it more like in the Bible times, you would hear it more of like, oh, well, I was baptized under Paul or I was baptized under Peter or, you know, that sort of thing. And now we hear, oh, well, I follow this famous pastor. Or I follow this famous pastor or that sort of thing. But the truth is that um, we're supposed to follow Jesus and strive to be more like Jesus more than anything else. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I also liked this theme because it's one that I struggled with for a really long time, which was don't be afraid to confront leaders when they are wrong. Mm, that's that that requires tax. But I think I tend to be somebody who naturally is like, oh, well, they must know more than me. So I should probably just believe them. <laughs> and um, I am very grateful to have had a pastor who is like, I expect you to read the scriptures for yourself and to challenge what I say and to confirm that the things that I'm teaching, you know, hold the scriptures in context. Right. With how they were written that it, you know, proves true to the word of God, that it isn't just my own ideas. And um, I really appreciated that because that was not a way that I had thought before that. Well, I mean, part of that even stems from how we were raised and how we were brought up in the first place, because I know in studying logic and fallacy, one of the fallacies is appeal to authority. But at the same time, it's kind of how we were raised. It's like adults know better than you. Mm -hmm. especially adults in leadership or a position of authority, like not saying any of these are wrong, but like policemen and teachers and uh, preachers or 
even your parents, sometimes your parents' friends. And it was just you, they are going to know better than you. Yeah. So you didn't really question it. I didn't question it. I don't even know if I did much even into my 20s. Like I still like thought about verses even that they'd talk about in sermons, but not to like, I'm going to confront them on it because they're wrong. Right. It's kind of important. Well, and I was raised on God only helps those who help themselves. Ooh, right. And the reality is that God does help those that help themselves, but he doesn't only help those who help themselves. And that is case in point. Jesus died for us when we absolutely could not help ourselves. We couldn't earn it. We couldn't deserve it. It's freely given. So no man can boast. The next theme is you cannot live by the law and by faith at the same time. Which kind of pricked a little because I've been a, a little bit in survival mode trying to get through some things uh, that are going on. And I'm just like, and then the last theme of Galatians is your traditions may be killing you. So if you haven't read it, please read Galatians. It's very good. That, that is not one you can always bring up to family, uh, for sure. Yeah. But it goes along with that theme I was talking about, about breaking those generational cycles. And Right. We're going into the holiday season, and on the podcast, we're talking a lot about boundaries and, you know, building healthy relationships in Christ and some of those things. So it's like, yeah, in Galatians, it talks about all those things. Let me just tell you about Galatians. Right. So the other verse that I had is technically two verses, and it's Galatians 5, 20 through, 22 through 23, which says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace. Peace. It's fine. I may or may not be able to talk today. Okay. Love, joy, peace. Got it. Joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And there is no law against these things. That's actually what we talk about with our flow. So when you're looking at like the lifestyle to influence, that's the flow of the fruit of the spirit. Right. And it's based right out of those scriptures even with my own kids and if I'm not even reminding myself and if they're dealing with friends, I'm like, what, what is the outcome of what they're doing? Or even how do you feel after that conversation or time that you spent with? Well, who likes to be called out for that stuff? You know, teenagers, we're going to talk about second Peter. Second Peter goes over the nature of godliness, the danger of false teaching, and the hope of Christ's second coming. A couple of the verses that I had highlighted from 2 Peter is 2 Peter 3.8 and also 3.9, which says, But you must not forget this one thing, dear friends. A day is like a thousand years to the Lord, and a thousand years is like a day. And 3.9 says, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. 
He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. Second Peter 1, 2 is um, the first verse that I had kind of highlighted. And it says, may God give you more and more grace and peace as you grow in your knowledge of God and Jesus, our Lord. And I feel like there's been so much chaos going on in the world with all the, you know, increases in food prices and all that stuff going on. I'm like, who doesn't need more grace and peace? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I love it. That conversation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then I did also, um, second Peter one, five through seven. And it says in view of all this, make every effort to respond to God's promises, supplement your faith with a generous, provision of moral excellence and moral excellent with excellence with knowledge and knowledge with self-control and self-control with patient endurance and patient endurance with godliness and godliness with brotherly affection and brotherly affection with love for everyone. Um, I think sometimes we forget that when we have those promises that we should be responding to them. Like we almost have this, oh, if God wanted me to have that promise, it would just, you know, fall on my head wherever I am. Surely if I sit here on my couch in prayer all day, that thing will just show up at my doorstep. We reach out to godly promises and take action with those things. Um, I had another one in Second Peter 2.9. It says, so you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the final day of judgment. That's hopeful. That's exactly what we saw with Abraham and Lot. He knows. He knows how to do those things. Yeah. I have 2 Peter 3.14. I like 2 Peter a whole lot. It's all right. It was a good chapter because that's where all my verses came from. Right. And so, dear friends, while you are waiting for these things to happen, make every effort to be found living peaceful lives that are pure and blameless in his sight. So then we're going to dig into First Kings. And there was two main themes of First Kings, but they're very long winded themes. OK, so the rise and fall of King Solomon due to his involvement with the false gods and pagan customs of his foreign wives, which was funny because I would I posted some of these verses on our uh, Christian influencer inspired Instagram and TikTok and YouTube and stuff like that. And I had people that were like, I'm a Christian, but I don't believe that. And I'm like, Sorry, it it's is, the Bible. <laughs> but it is scripture. I did not make this up, and it is not my opinion. Um, and then the second theme is the decline of Israel because the later kings and people turned away from Jehovah, the one true God. And it was crazy when you're reading the end of First Kings, and it's like, and Solomon did so well, and he did all of these wonderful things, and it's very exciting. And then all of a sudden, he's like, and then Solomon built all these like things to other gods in honor of these wives from other countries. And I'm like, huh. And then like as it keeps going, and it's like, and this king was more evil than the last king. And this king was more evil than that king. And then this guy became king and he was more evil than that king. <laughs> you're just like, oh, geez. 
Well, God's like, well, I promised this guy, so I'm going to be good to him and his son. After that, all the cards are on the table. <laughs> Seriously? So I laugh because, because it's a little awkward. I'll be nice to you and this one. I thought it was funny going into First Kings because very previously to that, we read through Proverbs. And mm -hmm. I don't know how many of you have read through multiple chapters of Proverbs at once. It's been a hot minute to me. Um, but one thing I noticed, at least in my translation, there's a lot of verses on quarrelsome wives. Yes. Nothing about husbands. But there's there's a lot of verses that all sound pretty darn the same about how horrible quarrelsome wives are. And I'm like, wow, I feel like this man may have had some problems in his relationships. And then I thought about who was writing it. Yeah. Oh, that's right. This is a man that had many, 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 many wives. Yeah. And they were the wives that followed other gods. So I think even some of their quarrelsomeness is because of the other gods that they followed, where they didn't have the same value systems as following Jesus as in, you know. Right. But I've even heard guys possibly jokingly be like, well, Solomon was wise and God was always said how great he was and look how many wives he had. And then we read first Kings and in first Kings, God's like, Hey man, you know what? I would really like it if you didn't one have a bunch of wives two have wives from these areas mm -hmm. they're pagan customs and what did he do whatever he wanted yeah uh surprise it caused problems lots of problems for many generations it's like there's reasons that god tells us things it's so yeah. wild well, speaking of that specifically, my highlighted verse that was so controversial on Instagram was, well, was first Kings you told us which one it was. 11, uh, 2, and, and 3. It says, the Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them, speaking of the pagan people, because right. they will turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord. I'm shocked. I know. I was like, yeah, it's right in there. It says it. They spell it out. They're like, he was the wisest dude. And yet he still let a pretty girl turn his head. That happens, guys. And that after happens. all those other gods. But yeah. I like that it's in there, though, because... I mean, even now, we still have a ton of people that get into the, well, I mean, these are the heroes. Like, these are, like, the people on the shiny pedestals in the Bible. And I'm like, show me which one didn't have a flaw. Yeah. True Go story. ahead and show me. The guy that prayed, and the only thing he asked for was wisdom. Wisdom did it in wise things. Yeah. It's true. It's true. And we know he had like the biggest, the biggest blessing of wisdom probably the world may have ever seen, at least to that point. But there's other spots in the Bible that even talk about like the uneven yoke in marriage. I don't know. They were just like upset. They're like, 
they were like, but God doesn't always think this way. And I'm like, no, he always doesn't want you to put anything else before him. That's been a consistent one. At a minimum, if you're both passionate in that area and it's in different spots, mm -hmm. it's, if it doesn't cause friction, it's going to cause like not hopelessness, but almost like a whole... Sometimes the Lord works in those things, too, to sharpen us and to refine us to be more like him. So, yes. But not when it comes to pagan things, not when it comes to intermarrying or diluting your faith or things like that. That was one of those ones that are not <laughs> that's not really about um, making you more Christ like. <laughs> that. And of yeah. course, anybody can change. I've seen lots of friends that I've had that were former pagans that are now Christians, but one should never go into a marriage knowing the other person would have such a different belief system than theirs. And just being like, it's okay. I'll just win them over. I have my first verse from Exodus. Do you have any verses in Exodus? I didn't specifically write any down, but I can go over the generalness of what Exodus is. Okay. So, so I know you guys enjoyed Genesis last month because that one, that one's a banger guys. You need, you need to read it, listen to it, whatever makes you happy. Exodus is also got a whole bunch of fun things that you can have conversations with people about. I'm just saying. Yep. So Exodus is about God's identity and power redemption and deliverance, the covenant, and mediators, and the priesthood. That is good. So the verse that I had highlighted was Exodus 23, verse 2. It says, you must not follow the crowd in doing wrong. When you are called to testify in a dispute, do not be swayed by the crowd to twist justice. There's a lot of stuff in Exodus, but sometimes Exodus is really heavy, which is why, like, I think a lot of people, when they start to read the Old Testament, they get through the first five books, which is Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and De Deuteronomy. And by the time they get through those books, they're just like, oh, it's too like, much. I felt like I've read Lamentations. Right. And then it, it almost seems like you, you end up at the end of Deuteronomy and you're like, okay, it's time for Psalms. <laughs> you just skip forward to, to the Psalms. It's fine. It's fine. It'll all get but, in there. Yeah. I love it that it has so many interesting pieces. Like there are so many chapters that you could spend months, months studying. Yeah. Plagues anyone? Exodus. Yeah. <laughs> it's very true though one thing i did find interesting rereading it again recently because as you know every time you read it something else is going to stand out okay if y'all haven't figured this out yet read it again just read it again um one thing that i hadn't really thought about before was when moses was going and let's be honest, arguing with God about the whole thing, besides the fact that he had a stutter. So God's like, fine, I'll send your brother with you. Your brother can talk for you. It's fine. Sends the brother, goes with the brother. So the first time that they 
speak to Pharaoh, which after God's already told him what to say, it's going to be fine. Go ahead and do it. So he says, hey, Pharaoh, we need to go and we need to just let us go so we can actually go and worship our God. And the first thing Pharaoh does besides say, absolutely not, that's preposterous, is he's now angry and now makes all the slaves that were already having trouble keeping up with bricks. He's like, they're obviously lazy. And he takes away all their straw and keeps the same quota. He says, now you get to find straw and go make the exact same quota, which they were having a lot of trouble with. And it made me think about not only just in general life when you're trying to take on either new battles within yourself or have growth in certain areas, but anytime you're leveling up in an area, it gets messy first. It gets messy and not fun. That's true. And then it gets better. And I thought it was interesting that like, I remember the part about, you know, plagues and how horrible that was. And then his heart was softened. But I seem to have forgotten that not only did he ask, but Pharaoh also made their lives worse Mm -hmm. because they went against the grain and stepped out into something that they were supposed to for greatness. Well, and I feel sometimes that's like us when we're like, I'll just stay here, God. It'll be fine. I mean, how bad is it really? And God's like, we have a plan. We are moving. We are going to do this thing. And we're like, but it was so much better in Egypt. (laughs) Every time I just think about it and I'm like, can you imagine Mm -hmm. the amount of complaining that that man listened to? I don't want to. You guys think Facebook is bad? Exodus. (laughs) True. Just walking. You can't really get away from these people. They will just talk louder. I'm glad I wasn't Moses. But guys, we're so grateful that you join us uh, in reading these scriptures. And we know how powerful it is when you um, allow the scriptures to renew your mind. And I know sometimes when you're reading these things and you're like, so-and-so begot so-and-so. That's intense. (laughs) Or, oh, good, another evil king. Yes, he was worse than the last. (laughs) You know, we can be thinking, oh, maybe nothing's, you know, transforming in our mind right now. But just like anything, it absolutely does wash our brains and it helps us to kind of keep our eyes focused on Jesus. It helps us keep our eyes focused on what identity looks like so that we can become more like Jesus so we can tune our ears to his voice and um, be transformed by the renewing of our minds, which coincidentally is also scripture. It's in there. It's in there. Um, But we're so grateful. You guys can see all of our video episodes when you become a patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash Christian influencer inspired. And if you want to take advantage of any of our uh, sponsors, definitely go ahead and look at Christian influencer inspired.com forward slash what's that link. It is the little thing on the top right of the website. So if you get to Christian influencer inspired, there's a button that says, what's that link? So you know where to go very clearly. And uh, 
on tomorrow's episode, we'll be launching our coping skills for September. And you guys will get to hear from Mr. Mindy as well. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bye.